You are tuned in to Awaken Radio with Connie Chapman. To listen to more episodes, go to ConnieChapman.com or subscribe on iTunes. Hi everyone, this is Connie and welcome to today's episode of Awaken Radio. It is so lovely to be back here with you. Today I'm going to be having a conversation with you about the two energies of love and fear and how to know and understand uh, which space you're living from. Whether your life is being ruled and driven by fear, whether your actions and decisions are coming from a space of fear, or whether it's coming from a space of love, whether your life is being created from an energy of love, whether your decisions and choices and actions are coming from a loving space. And you may wonder why we would want to know this. Why is it important to know whether it is fear or love driving our lives? Well, there's a couple of reasons. The first being that when we are living a life driven by fear, and I will be talking to you in a moment about what that actually looks like. But when we are living our life driven by fear, it is an incredibly limiting way of living. Everything that we are doing and creating is infused with an energy of fear. And everything we bring into our lives from that space will also carry with it the energy of fear. And if we truly want to experience happiness and fulfillment and peace and wholeness, it is so important to be not only connected to the energy of love that resides within us, but acting and living from that space. It creates an incredibly different life and world around you. So let's begin the conversation around fear energy, fear-driven energy. And what does this mean? You know, when we talk about fear, it's not that you're necessarily experiencing that fear-based reaction of sweaty palms or nervousness in your belly or, or actual physical fear. Fear is a very limited energy. It is an energy Uh, that overtakes us when we are disconnected from our true self and we perceive ourselves to be this small human being, like a victim in the world with very little power, ruled by our mind, ruled by our thoughts. And that creates a lot of fear because when we are that small human being who is ruled by our thoughts, the world is really scary. It feels like the world has power over us. It feels like people have power over us. It feels like our our purpose in life is to just try to control and manipulate circumstances in our life so that we can finally feel safe and happy and at peace and perhaps back in our power. And so when we're coming from a fear-driven energy, we will be living with a lot of those qualities. You'll see control playing out a lot. You'll often feel a sense of anxiety. You'll see a lot of attachment. 
attachment to external things or results or people, you will see the external world carrying a lot of power in that it means a lot about you. So how people respond to you means a lot about you. Uh, The amount of money in your bank balance. Um, You know, if you share something out in the world through your work, the response you get to that means a lot about you. So your sense of self is very much based on the external. And we will feel very controlled by our circumstances. So what we can and can't do in our lives is determined by perhaps what other people say. Or what we can logically rationalize is possible. Or uh, how much money we have. So we're very limited. We're very controlled by the external. And we are completely disconnected from the true source of everything that we're seeking. And we think what we're seeking is outside of us. So when you're living in this space, this fear-driven space, your decisions and your actions will be driven from that space. Very often you'll be motivated by either trying to get away from something that you don't like or trying to get closer towards something that you do want. So if we perceive that something in our life is bad or wrong, if we label it as being something negative, we will try at all costs to avoid it. So our actions will be driven by trying to get away from something that we don't like or want. For example, if we perceive that our body is not at the right weight or that there's something negative about our body or that we don't like something about our body, we'll be motivated to try to exercise and uh, go on a diet and do all the things that we do, create a Fitspo vision board in attempt to try to get away from this physical state that we don't like. So we look at our body or something about ourselves and we say, I don't like that. I want to get away from it. Let me see what I can do. Let me set some goals. Let me uh, take some action that will get me away from what I don't want. That's actually a fear-driven energy because in that moment you've perceived that something's wrong Something needs to be fixed. Something's broken and you're trying to get away from it. Now, you've probably heard whatever you resist persists. So the more you try to push away from something, push against something, the more you're actually amplifying its presence in your life because it's what you're giving your attention to. So notice anytime you're motivated by trying to get away from something, that is a fear-driven energy that's actually going to manifest more of that very thing in your life. Another example being, you know, I'm using these examples that a lot of people can relate to uh, with money. We look at our bank balance and say there's not enough. There's something wrong with this bank balance. There's a problem here. Let me create a plan and let me take action and let me do all these things to try to get away from this bad bank balance and get a better one. So this is how most of us are living our life. You might kind of be like, yeah, that's just kind of how I live. Well, that's why we're having this conversation. Because we can't move towards what we truly want to experience by trying to get away from something that we've labeled as bad, that we've labeled as negative. So the other way that you'll be motivated is by if you think something's missing. And you'll be trying to get something outside of you to fill that inner emptiness. So I don't have a partner. Something's missing. 
I, I, I'm not in a relationship. Something feels like it's missing. I know. I'll go on a dating app and I'll go out and I'll start meeting some people and then I'll get a partner and then I'll feel complete. I know what's missing. The reason I feel so unsatisfied is because I'm not in a relationship. I'll get that relationship and then I'll feel better. Right? So, so that type of pattern is being driven again by this fundamental feeling that something's wrong. Something's missing. I feel discontent in some way. What is it outside of me that I can get that will make me feel better? So again, that's a fear-driven energy. That's an energy of need. You know, when I say fear-driven, let's even say need-driven. That probably clarifies it a little bit more. Are you coming from love or need? A need-driven energy will come from a feeling of either something is wrong or something is missing. And then we'll either try to get away from something that's uncomfortable or get something else that we think is better. So this in itself is a beautiful realization. Because the problem is, with this way of living, like I said, that if in this moment I feel empty, incomplete, discontent, and I try to take action or take, uh, make a decision or do something to fix it, I'm only going to get more of that emptiness and that dissatisfaction. Because that's the energy I'm connected to. That's the space I'm coming from. I have a fundamental belief system or thought pattern saying something is wrong, something's missing, something's not right. And it is that energy that's just going to keep manifesting in your world no matter what you get. It's never going to be enough. And then no matter how much you try to push against something that you don't want, again, that's where all your energy is going. So perhaps the first thing for you to do is to begin to explore where in your life you're being motivated by trying to get away from something that you've decided you don't like or you think is bad or wrong? And where in your life are you being motivated to try to get something because you feel like something's missing? Perhaps the beginning point for you is just to bring some awareness to that. So what does it look like then when we're living from love? When we are living from a love-driven space? The energy of love will inspire you. The energy of love will move through you and leap up through your heart and call you towards something that you love. The energy of love focuses on what it wants to create an experience because it would love it. Not because there's anything wrong, not because there's somewhere better to be, not because you need to fix anything about yourself, but because you would love it. You may still have the same dreams and desires. You may desire a relationship. There's nothing wrong with that. But you would come at it from a very different space. Rather than feeling empty and then needing a relationship to complete you, you work on your relationship with yourself first, feeling happy and whole and in love with who you are. And then a feeling moves through you that says, do you know what? I would love to share and experience this with someone else. And that's a love-driven desire towards a relationship. With your body, as you come to embrace this love-driven energy of acceptance, 
learning how to accept your body as it is. And out of love and respect for your body, you then feel moved to treat it in a different way, maybe to exercise more, to eat differently, because you love your body and you want to care for it. That is a love-driven action. That is a love-driven desire versus saying there's something wrong with me that needs to be fixed. You may have a love-driven desire to experience more abundance because you want to travel and you want to live a beautiful, overflowing life filled with a variety of experiences. And so you feel that desire rise within you of all the things that you would love to experience. You feel the joy of that. You feel the inspiration of that. And from that loving space, the money manifests to support you. So in order to uncover what it is that is love-driven action, we really have to start to get to know ourselves. And we have to come into closer connection with ourselves and know what it feels like to be connected to love, to be connected to ourselves, to be tuned into that loving inner wisdom. Then you will feel the energy of inspiration and passion and excitement moving through you. And you won't move towards your desires because you need them, but because you would love them. So what I want you to do is just start to become aware of being, when you're being driven by need. All the things that you think you need to do, all the things that you think you need in your life in order to be happy. All the things you think you need to fix. And the energy of love, it just lets things be as they are. So your first practice might be beginning to practice acceptance of just allowing all these things that you've been labeling as so wrong, just allowing them to be and appreciating what is working in your life, what you do have, what is wonderful. That's a love-driven energy, appreciation, gratitude. And then begin asking yourself, what would I love? Maybe place your hands over your heart and take some deep breaths into your heart space and really listen to your heart. What would I love? What would I love to experience? What would I love to create? Who would I love to be in the world? And let that feeling of love pull you forward. So I want you just to begin to catch and notice when this energy of need is coming in, when this judgment of either something is wrong with your life or something is missing is coming in. And I want you to see if you can practice not acting on that. And instead ask yourself, what would I love? What would I love to experience? What would I love to create? Who would I love to be? So I trust that has been a supportive conversation for you, a supportive message. This is a big conversation and there's a lot of layers to really breaking down our patterns of living from fear. But I wanted to bring this in as an introduction and as a starting point for you to begin to notice uh, the energies that are driving you, what is driving you. And you know what? Sometimes the easiest way to discover this is in hindsight. Sometimes we think we're being driven by love and then we later realize Oh, we were totally coming from need. <laughs> Sometimes this happens in relationships and we don't realize until we've kind of taken the action or made the decision or said what we wanted to say. And then we're like, 
oh, that's, that's a bit icky or that didn't quite unfold the way that I hoped or, wow, I can totally see I was actually coming from need there. And do you know what? That's okay. Forgive yourself. Let yourself off the hook. Get the lesson and learning. This is the biggest way that I have come to understand my ego and its fear-driven ways of being is through hindsight, is through making mistakes, is through doing things and then later being, hmm, why does this feel so icky? (laughs) The ickiness is an indication. Something may start off as being love-driven and inspired, like something I, I create with my business. And then a couple of weeks later, I'm like, ooh, this is totally coming from a space of need now. You know, this happens all the time. We uh, perhaps in a business create something, perhaps with work, you know, you feel really inspired to create something. It starts off as this really pure love-driven creation. Then it comes to selling it. Then it comes to sharing it. And all of a sudden, there's the need energy creeping in. And all you've got to do is notice it. And step back and come back to love. Come back to your why. Come back to the pure intention. Come back to the joy and the happiness you felt in the creating of it. Come back to the love. So if you have any thoughts or feelings on this conversation, please leave me a comment. I would love to hear from you. And I look forward to chatting to you again in next week's episode. Bye.